Wildfire situation continues. There is at least a little bit of good news on that front over the last couple of days with some more moisture, some rain landing in some of these hard-hit areas. It has certainly helped firefighters to get a bit more of a grip on what's been going on, but there are still lots of fires burning out of control, uh, somewhere around 20. The number of wildfires overall is down a little bit. Dangerous is far from past, though. As I mentioned with the forecast, it's supposed to be nice and warm again this weekend. A little bit of moisture, at least just not in the 30 degrees and completely bone dry. Things have greened up a little bit. That helps. Uh, so does the number of people who are coming in uh, in order to help out. Um, we've talked about uh, people coming in from provinces, you know, elsewhere, other firefighters, other provinces. Uh, Australian uh, firefighters and New Zealand firefighters coming to help out. Alberta Wildfire, Christy uh, Tucker, a spokesperson, says that, that this agreement was actually created years ago. It is something that we have used before in the past, and it is, uh, it's good to have a resource there that's available to us with the difference in our seasons between the Southern Hemisphere and the Northern Hemisphere. Nice having some Aussies and New Zealanders coming in, some Aussies and Kiwis helping out, and of course our Canadian Armed Forces are on the ground and have been now for a little while. Uh, around 400 Canadian Armed Forces uh, troops uh, in Alberta doing some of that hard, hard work to, to get rid of hotspots, etc. Uh, the question is, how much longer or will there be more coming in? Is the need there? I want to check in with Naval Lieutenant Joshua Ennis, who's with Joint Task Force West, joining us this morning on 630 Chet. Thank you so much, Lieutenant. Nice to have you on. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, tell me a little bit about your role uh, with this group and what you know about what's going on. Uh, just to sort of set the scene for us a little bit. Yeah, no problem. So uh, I'm a public affairs officer and I work uh, for Joint Task Force West. And this is a joint task force based out of CFB Edmonton. And as uh, that public affairs officer, my area of operations uh, focuses mainly on Alberta, Saskatchewan and Manitoba. In terms of my role in response to the wildfires, mm-hmm. I've been assigned as the Land Task Force Public Affairs Officer, so I am kind of the the information officer for the teams that we have fighting wildfires here in Alberta right now. Um, in, in terms of where we're doing that right now, we have troops uh, all the way up in Slave Lake. Uh, we have troops supporting the Peavine Matee Settlement Fire near McLennan. Mm-hmm. We have troops supporting the fire in Fox Creek, and we also have troops supporting the fire in Edson. And how does that work? Are they are they deployed based on what Alberta Wildfire requests? Uh, so basically, we have resources, you tell us where you want them. Is that how it works? Yeah, so when uh, the province puts a request for assistance in, um, the federal government liaises with, in this case, Alberta Wildfire. And through that, the Canadian Forces, we send recce groups to the various fires throughout the province, along with a representative from Alberta Wildfire. And between the two, we we basically determine which fires are best suited for Canadian Forces support. And then we subsequently deploy troops to those locations. I've been in place, it's a couple of weeks now. What what was the, uh, the length of time that you're supposed to be here? Is there any extension? How does that work? Yeah, so initially uh, the request came in on May 10th. Um, Recce's would have gone out uh, that evening and the next day. And we've been in a firefighting posture since then. So the initial request for assistance put us um, supporting the wildfire efforts until the 22nd of May with uh, an automatic extension of up to the 29th of May. Any time beyond that, um, the province, Alberta Wildfire, and the federal government will need to relook at the situation and determine if the Canadian Forces is, is needed further. Um, at, at this time, we already um, did the extension, so we will be supporting the firefighter efforts until at least the 29th of May. 
Yeah, so that's and that's only five days away. I guess, it, like you said, it gets reassessed. Is there are there are there more troops that could be brought in if it's necessary, or is it a reduced role that could happen, or just uh, end the role entirely for for this particular that brought in as an emergency measure only, and then uh, everybody just head back to base? Um, it's 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 definitely scalable. So I mean, at the beginning, we we initially deployed about three hundred troops. Uh, since then, just this past weekend, we deployed an additional 100 uh, up to Slave Lake. So we really just work with Alberta Wildfire and, and, and the provincial governments and determine kind of how many more are needed and when. Um, kind of going forwards, we're starting to look at the first group of guys who, who deployed initially uh, rapidly in the first 24 hours. Um, we're looking at maybe rotating them out for new persons, but we're really just going to wait and see uh, where the provincial and federal government stand uh, for the 29th of May. So I'd expect everyone who's on the ground now is going to stay there until at least the 29th. Uh, look, uh, when we were first hearing about this, and, and, and we had some some conversations with somebody else from the Canadian Armed Forces, saying, basically going in to do the, the hard work, that there is some training, firefighting training that uh, the soldiers have, but not not fully trained, skilled firefighters in that way. So a lot of it, uh, to put it bluntly, is grunt work. they got to be getting tired, aren't they? <laughs> How long oh. can you keep them going? Oh, for sure. I mean, I've... I've uh... I guess had the luxury. It's not necessarily the the most luxurious from a civilian standard of going, staying in some of the camps, and they're they're tents and it's it's very austere conditions. And in the mornings, the guys are getting up at five, six, seven a.m. at the latest, um, and they're going out and doing the work, and they're out there until you know between seven and nine p.m. each night. Now the work is definitely not easy. Um, they're out on a line. They're basically sweeping through uh, burnt forest lands. Um, they're digging up basically soil, the top foot or so in areas where there are clear embers. They're dousing those hot spots and they're making sure that any of those embers cease to exist. Um, that is, you know, if you want to look at kind of a more success story, uh, long days, but in, in Drayton Valley, not to say that there wasn't damage and there wasn't terrible things that happened, but mm. the evacuation order was eventually lifted and we've managed to redeploy our troops from Drayton Valley over to Edson. Um, now, okay. if I want to contrast that, we have troops up uh, near the Peavine Matisse settlements, which is near McLennan. And in that region, um, the troops have come into a much more, I guess you could say, volatile situation where the ground, it's not just the top little bit that's covered in embers, but we're looking at fire that's burning through the root systems of the trees a couple or a few feet into the ground. So it, it definitely makes the work uh more more difficult because they have to dig a lot deeper and it takes a lot more time to cover you know 20 30 yards of of fire zone uh how's the morale oh, morale is good um the guys are this is this is this is the kind of work that that we do i mean we one thing we can do is throw numbers and throw a, a capable force at, at a problem so in in terms of this kind of work um seeing the troops uh, firsthand that their the morale is in, in really good spirits honestly a lot of them are just happy uh, to be able to support uh, their neighbors all of the troops who are on the ground right now are actually based out of alberta so mm-hmm. it's a unique opportunity for canadian forces members to actually work in and amongst the communities they live yeah and take care of take care of the home front as it were yeah, no, exactly. It's it's usually we're deploying to missions, uh, you know, overseas, but in this case we're we're supporting missions within Canada, which is it's it's a nice change to actually get to interact with Canadians. Uh, appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for uh, for taking some time and uh, make make sure everybody stays safe out there. Okay, thank yeah. you. Thanks for having me, Daryl. All right, cheers.
uh, Lieutenant Josh Ennis, uh, Naval Lieutenant, uh, Public Affairs Officer, Canadian Armed Forces, uh, just talking about the, some 400 troops who are spread out in other areas of Alberta, doing some of that hard work to try and take care of uh, take care of our communities.